and welcome to another <laughs> I don't I think something just happened right as I said it. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz, and I'm here with my partners. Hold on, first of all, Jeremy is in this beautiful location outside doing a show. So Jeremy Broen. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. Doesn't he sound like so much deeper and like like a much better sound? Smoking a cigar. When He's you're smoking a cigar. There's something that happens when you smoke a cigar. First of all, you feel cooler. <laughs> um, you just do. You know what I mean? And you feel more profound. You're like, yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, smoking a cigar. <laughs> I'm, I'm outside, so deeper. There's yeah. no echo out here. I think is the big. Thing. Maybe that's what it is. You sound so like, oh hey, um, uh, and and Shane Manila. <laughs> I don't have a cigar, but I'll light up uh, a cigarette. I just, I won't look all profound and deep. I'll just look like a Kensington crackhead. <laughs> oh my I'm God. from Kensington, so I can say that to all my friends. I didn't know that. that. Awesome. I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, no, but it, it is actually kind of cool. Jeremy said, told us before the show that he was going to be sitting outside tonight, and, and it looks pretty good. I can't do that here. It's raining. It rains every freaking day here in Florida. It might do that here, just so you know. I see some clouds rolling in. So- so if I just slam shut the laptop and run inside, <laughs> I'll get on my phone as quick as bus. All right. And I think Shane and I will keep up. But we do have a guest tonight. So maybe our guest, our very own Alec Baldwin, maybe he'll hand, he'll be able to handle it. But hey, listen, before we get started, there is so much stuff going on in the world. But the Scott Fishbowl thing is a thing that in our community, everybody goes crazy for. And everybody waits and they hit refresh on their email over and over again, waiting to see if they got their Scott Fishbowl invite. And I know the three of us, we all got our invites and everything. However, yeah, <laughs> just say because we're cool. <laughs> however, 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 there are some times that there are some people out there that didn't happen to get their invite. And if they didn't get their invite, they're always looking for a way to do it. And I think we, as a show, may have a way for them to do it. Is that right? Oh, we freaking do. <laughs> so, um, love it. Scott tweeted out the other day, like, hey, uh, any of you podcasts looking for giveaways, sign up here. So, you know me, I DM Scott and said, sign up, <laughs> dude, it's me. I ain't signing up for shit. You give me a, a giveaway. And uh, first of all, first of all, first of all, I'm paraphrasing. He's, and then yeah. And Scott, and Scott was on our show and he told us he would do it. <laughs> well, and then Scott also said um, he DM me back and was basically like, yeah, you're not special dickweed. You need to go sign up so I can populate the page. So, um, so I did, um, and we got a spot, and it's up on the F F F S F B X website. Uh-huh. But uh, so, basically, I, I I wanted to make it something tied to charity. So oh. we're giving away one spot that I know of. I'll try to see if I can convince Scott to give me more. I don't think I can because I'm really not that important as much as I pretend I am. Um, <laughs> I'll talk to simple. him for you. Don't worry about it. I'll talk to him for you. It's very simple. <laughs> Please email us um, a screenshot of any donation to any charity you've given within reason. Now, just so you know, if like you, you've given to like say the neo Nazis of America in the last thirty days, I that not, might not work. You're not going to win, and you're not going to be in the running. Or to your that. league's uh, uh, draft party, that, that's yeah, not a but, donation either. Yeah, so <laughs> if you screenshot us any donation that you've made in the last thirty days to absolutely any charity. Um, we're going to put you in the running. What uh, we're going to do is Mike is going to do a randomizer when we get all the names. Woohoo! Uh, by the way, Mike, you're going to do a randomizer. 
I love randomizers. It, yeah, just let it pick the person. No worries. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to give a shout out to the community. Um, so, again, just you can email to us to dynastytradeshqpod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Sweet. That is now, we really did get, cool. I will say, before I even announced what it was, I forgot it would go up on Scott's site, but I mentioned it on Twitter. And we had like 15 people that either made donations that day to a charity, um, <laughs> including today, or even, you know, before that. So I want to just say good that, word, that that's awesome. Um, there was people that gave to St. Jude's, the YMCA, um, ALS. Um, just you know, look, there's no bad charity that, yeah. that I, you know, there was ones that I've never even heard of that I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like uh, one that gives... Yeah book bags to kids that need them um, in the beginning of the school year with supplies. So I definitely, you know, I have those screenshots from all those folks that sent them to us. And just so you know, um, anyone that made a donation to a charity um, and screenshotted that to us, even if you don't win, um, you know, the, the Scott Fishbowl winning, you at least got to follow back from us because that's the least we can do. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So the handle followed you back. And, you know, even if you don't make it into the contest, you're still awesome people. There's too many to name, you know, all the people that donated and sent me screenshots. And I don't know if they're comfortable with that anyway. Um, yeah. but really cool. So that's what I wanted to do is just tie it to charity. I noted hey, on I- there, if you want to, and it'll have no effect on it, feel free to go leave us a rating and review. <laughs> but but, but look, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if you just leave us a rating and review, but don't get the charity, you're not eligible. <laughs> If you, Am I if, eligible for a second spot? No. Because I just I just donated to Shriners for my nephew's birthday, and I, I mean I could get a no, second spot. Maybe you're no, not, you're not eligible. Maybe you're nephew, 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 yes. yeah. <laughs> but just back right. to that. So if you give to charity, but don't give us a review, that's fine. If you give us a review, <laughs> but don't give to charity, that's bad. Okay, uh, I, I, you won't win that way. I think right, I, I think we've gone down a path now. That, uh, but listen, yeah, it's really awesome that we have that opportunity to give it away to one of our listeners, and it will be very cool to see when we do give it away to one of our listeners how well that listener does. It would be awesome if that person ends up winning the whole thing. No, <laughs> you know? It'd be awesome if I could beat them in the finals. No, that, I know. Hey, listen, that would, that would be awesome. Three of us are in the finals with them and some other people. Oh, that would be so listener. cool. <laughs> and then I'd be all of you. Dude, yeah. I just settle for making the playoffs in this damn thing. Oh man, two years ago, remember? I was what yeah. I was one you, spot away. That was so ass, man. F- yeah, man, whatever. Uh, um I made right, the playoffs so, next year because I'm better than you guys. But we yeah, do have some real football news. Better is not the truth. But yes, we, we have an awesome guest that is going to be in here in a few minutes. But before we do that, we do have there was some news. Something happened. Yep. And yes, and and what's really funny is when it happened, Twitter like blew up. And a lot of people started doing trades and doing offers and doing things without even waiting to see what could possibly happen to it. So why don't you guys tell us what that is that happened? So Dalvin Cook um, <laughs> has told the Minnesota Vikings that if he does not get a contract um, in the $13 million a year range, you're not going to see his ass uh, until then, basically. So he's going to skip training camp whenever that actually might start. Um, and the off season stuff. I don't even know if they call it training camp, whatever they call it anymore, but he won't report by the time that, you know, he's supposed to, which is a little confusing. We'll have Scott, a, a special guest on later, I should say. And hopefully he actually knows what's going on as far as the CBA. Cause I'm a little confused because according to what I've seen on Twitter, it sounds like 
if he doesn't show up for the first day of training camp, he doesn't accrue uh, a year. Well, we will we will talk to Scott about it because he actually did have some mentions on his Twitter feed about it. Which is funny, man. These running backs have to, you know, we've talked about this on the show, and, and it isn't just about Dalvin Cook, just about running backs trying to get their money now because their careers are short. <laughs> you know, they're getting banged around, getting banged up on every play. And, you know, I mean, it's not surprising that we have these guys every year that say they're going to hold out unless they get their deals reworked. And, and t- you know, uh, I'm not surprised by Cook saying that. I, I hope yeah. he doesn't hold out, but um, – yeah, you Looks know like that's the reality now for running backs. If this was um, the NFL's union sucks because if it was the baseball union, every every running back that was in this situation <laughs> would absolutely hold out every year as yeah. they should because yeah. you know what I mean because their 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 time to make money is really short. Yeah, and we're having one a season now, one big big name running back one every every season now is doing this but even if you think about that if you think about it that there's one a season that also shows how very little there are that are worthy of doing a holdout yeah you need you need more of them um you need more of them to actually do it Um, i I think it was at the same time the same season yeah. yeah i think it was joe dolan i think it was i saw him on twitter today saying something about every running back should hold out i think that's yeah. who, that's yeah. i think that was him I, that honestly, said that they <laughs> all should because that's the only way you'll ever they'll ever impact the market and change the market um because the way it is right now there's no impetus to give them the money it's like all right well i'm just going to plug this guy in behind you and he's not going to play as well and he won't produce as well or guys but i'm not going to pay them nearly uh anything remotely like what I would have to pay you. So what do you think about that? Like, look, people like Gurley, Gordon, you know, both of them, they ended this year with the teams that they were on, then they were able to go to some other team and get one-year deals. Do you think, regardless of what you believe about whether Dalvin can do what he's doing right now, what's to stop him doing that? And then next year, he's just not as good or the year after. And then the team's like, you know, fuck you. Why did I do it in the first place? Well, that's the thing. I mean, they need to get all that guaranteed money that they can get. Up You're right. Far. Yeah. As you know much as they mean? can and now. And look, the, the teams can afford it. They take a cap hit for one year. They can usually, all afford all of it. Gurley's case, you know what I mean? What, two years? But if I was the right, if I was, I mean, look, I'm not their union representatives. They need better union representation. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm all for the players. Oh, yeah. No, no, I agree with you about that. I just was trying to be like thinking about some of the other running backs. But, you know, like I said before, we do have an awesome guest tonight, and I know he has an opinion about it. So why don't we do this? Shane, why don't you tell everybody about our Patreon account while Jeremy gets Scott in the room, and we'll go on with our guest. Oh, we have a Patreon account. Um, You should become a patron because, one, you get the group me chat. (laughs) Um, at the lowest tier and that's almost worth it by itself then you also get an uncensored version of this show every week um, which includes fun stuff like me yelling at my children to get out of the garage while I'm trying to record an episode we didn't we didn't Um, let the people know that that just happened (laughs) you know because he you know, he's just standing there staring at me stupidly. And I'm like, dude, I'm doing a podcast. We've already talked about this. And uh, 
Anyway, I'm sorry. Dude, I cleaned um, that up for you, but now you just told everybody. <laughs> I don't care. People know I yell at my kids. They deserve it. Oh, um, no. Anyone's on my Twitter feed today, they definitely know my kids deserve it. Oh, my God. Um, Come back to the Patreon. Come back to the Patreon. Also, yeah, Patreon. Um, you get an uncensored podcast. You get a bonus episode episode every week. You get the group me chat. You get written content. Um, and at the, the exclusive tier, you might even get my phone number because me and one of our patrons... <laughs> Well, I don't know, man. It's true. It's <laughs> no, I know. I'm just laughing about it. On call. <laughs> yeah, one of my patrons. Trades and everything. I'm sorry. Yeah, one of our patrons. He's got a he's got a, a draft uh, going on right now, <laughs> and we're going back and forth with his picks. Um, oh we helped. We were working on his roster on another uh, league, uh, working on trades, and I got tired of get the, going in the patron. You know what I mean? And I was like, dude, just text me. Like, come on, it's then- easier. And that's why I laugh so loud because there's a lot of times I've been with you now for years, but it's definitely true. There's a lot of times that if you go directly to text, it's way easier to communicate with you. Yeah, like I, <laughs> I love the the Patreon platform. Is all it's great and all. But look, if you're you need help drafting stuff, you don't need to wait for me to get around being able to check the Gmail or one of you guys. Screw it. Here's my phone number and. Uh, you know, I assume you won't give it out, but if you do, just give it out to a good-looking woman or a uh, an attractive man. Whatever. Okay, we're so far away from the Patreon, so yeah. No, we have a this Patreon. Is- <laughs> um, check us out, Dynasty Trades HQ. It's worth the price of admission, I can assure you. Absolutely. Even the chat thread is worth the price of admission. The the amount of the conversations that go on, the dialogue, the trade talk, all of it. I mean, it's amazing. If you miss um, one day and there's 300 messages and you, you're afraid to go in there because... <laughs> When you, when you try to catch up, there's no point in commenting on the, the earlier proceedings. But, um, yeah, it, it's a great community, so become part of it. Am I the only one that's kind of like, oh, listen to Jeremy's voice. It's so much better. <laughs> hey, this is my real voice. I don't know what's going on in my studio when I record, but I think there's too much echo down there. Um, it just one, sounds you know. so good. All right. It's turning you on? <laughs> no, I didn't say it's turning me on. Listen, hey, listen. I edit this show for hours and hours on end every single week, so I'm just... Just, I just noticed how much better it sounds. I'm just well, kidding around. Sexy. If you want to say his voice, is sexy, just say it. I'm, sexy, I'm, baby. I'm not going to judge you. Uh, I spend my day like four or five hours a day in meetings, so I'm well practiced at talking. Um, but I don't have enough time to get my work done. Hey, I wanted to ask you guys: Do you um, <laughs> do you guys know um, the account um, at Killer Koala? Yes, yeah, absolutely. That, that guy I just found out is in Ohio is, you know, he calls himself killer koala. It's at killer koala underscore five, one, three. He's one of our biggest fans. He's always shouting us out. He said, we're awesome. his favorite podcast. He's always giving us kudos. And because he's been like that since the beginning, I decided that we should give him a couple of koozies and wristbands. So I Sweet. reached out to him and got his address and fortunately he's local. So it's not going to cost a lot to send stuff to him. <laughs> not he's, that that uh, matters. Literally an hour away from where I live. So uh, killer koala, uh, thank you for your support and uh, enjoy your koozies, my friend. Yeah, no killer koala is an awesome fan of the show and, and he's a great guy. I've been talking to him for a while. So look, we have our guest here and he's uh, He's a huge friend of the show. He's also a league mate of ours with in the DFB Invitational. He's the director of the Dank Stats and Fantasy Points, which I know Shane wants to make a guess, but hold on a second. And, uh, you know, you can also find him on Twitter at Scott Barrett DFB. So everybody, please welcome our very own Alec Baldwin to our show, Scott Barrett. <laughs> 
Hey, hey got- guys. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm a lot younger than you. You know, <laughs> I don't even know if that. I don't even know if like the the it's still like a cool phrase or or not. But uh, <laughs> people even younger than me, but dank means it means like dope or cool. Oh, yes. Shane was so, gonna guess. So just cool stats, basically. I think it's lit, what I, I drop on Twitter. I was way off. I thought it had, so. <laughs> As a, as shows as followers of the show and my Twitter timeline, though, um, I'm starting to uh, frequent women again, and uh, I thought it had something to do with them. Oh my God, so never mind. I'm actually glad that Scott told us first that you didn't guess that. So, frequent hey, it sounds like I'm seeing hookers. I'm not seeing hookers. I don't. It I, sounds I, like you you went back to them after taking a trip to okay. Which is basically like locking your penis away and oh my gosh all right hey 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 scott scott hi what is what is is a john John, oh uh oh here we go here we go scott your friend uh so joe's not really from philly that's right joe's from the area so john is a person place thing noun (laughs) adverb um verb uh predicate uh subject so basically yo you see you see that john that uh man man smoking right now (laughs) It could be anything, Scott. It's oh, anything. Yeah, John, oh, okay. John, uh, that John will be on next week. It's it's like okay. anything, anything, literally anything. Good God, man. So, so you know, Scott, it is funny when you when you said that. That's what the dank stats mean. Um, but also for the people that are listening, you're also it's the data analysis. It's the stuff that you do for the site. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about Fantasy Points? Because we know that it's a new venture that you guys all did, and we've had a bunch of you guys on the show the last couple of weeks. So it's a really exciting project. I mean, if you guys already had Joe on and, and Graham on, they're, they're probably sick of the pitch. Just listen, it's like the best uh, best paid for site uh, in the game. We got you know an all-star cast of characters. Uh, y- you already know it's 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 great and it's just gonna keep getting better and better. Uh, check it out. That's it. Okay, cool. I'm not so, a good salesman. <laughs> then no worries. Then then instead of you pitching it, let's go right into what we were talking about just before you came in the room. We were talking about the whole Dalvin Cook thing holding out, and we know that on your Twitter feed today, or I think it was yesterday, maybe you were discussing the whole Al, uh, Alexander Madison thing and everything. So, what's your opinion, your idea of everything that's going on with this whole situation? Yeah, so I mean, I totally get why Dalvin Cook is is holding out. You're a running back. You're it's the most uh, oft injured position. We have two uh, injury doctors on our staff who red flagged Dalvin Cook. Just you know, his history really bad. The shoulder quietly very very bad. The re injury rate on that is massive. There's a good chance he he misses uh, you know 15 days or more at some point next season because of it. It just uh, uh, something that, you know, that could pop out pretty, pretty easily uh, once you have that first occurrence. And I think he's had multiple shoulder injuries throughout his, his uh, career. Um, so I just, I, I get it. I totally get why you would do it. But the, the thing is at the end of the day, he has absolutely no leverage whatsoever. <laughs> and if you're the Vikings, like, all right, go ahead, like s- sit out. I, I dare you. Like at, <laughs> at most I see him missing one game or two games. I, I, I retweeted some guy named Brad OTC who laid out his case saying, you know, uh, basically with the new CBA, there's you, uh, players have even less leverage. And then 
yeah, somewhere below player is a running back. Like they're they're worth even less than that. So even less leverage. Um, if you're the Vikings, it's just, I mean, he holds out for like, you know, three games or more. You, you save some money, and uh, you know, you not much of a difference between him and the next man up, and just in terms of contributing to wins. And then get, guess what? He's like healthier on fresher legs for the playoff run. I, I just don't see him holding out. I think it's a bluff, and I think the Vikings will happily call that bluff. Missing missing training camp is like like dings him ever so slightly uh, in my in my mind just because you know it's not good. But I mean it's the it's basically the same system. It's the Q, QBX system. So uh, same same uh, quarterback. Not a big deal to me. I saw that you were commenting on people talking about making trades for Madison and everything. What do you think about that situation? Yeah. So basically what I just said was I, I just don't think that, you know, he's going to miss more than just maybe a game or two to start the season, which means I think Alexander Madison's price is going to go up and I want no part of that. I, I, I just like, don't see any real value there. Uh, he's a, he's a handcuff uh, for a, an oft injured running back who is going to see, something close to a bell cow workload when that running back misses time, but that's still not super valuable to me. Um, Latavius Murray is the, is the guy you'd, you'd want to, you know, everything's relative to price. Alvin Kamara could hold out. We've seen that. um, We've seen that when there's an injury to one running back, Sean Payton will happily commit to the other as a bell cow running back. We saw that last year, Latavius Murray through two games, Average over 30 fantasy points per game during Mark Ingram's suspension the year before. Alvin Kamara averaged over 30 fantasy points per game. Uh, cheaper, better upside, better just yeah. whatever. Fair so, to say that this affects us more in fantasy than the Minnesota Vikings or the Saints are worried about with something like that for a couple of games. Like definitely. We're concerned, but they're probably, as teams, not really that worried about it. Not yeah, so for I, the I was, season. Yeah, so, I mean – uh, someone was tweeting about it today. I think it was a FF engineer who was like, I don't get why, how running backs can be so undervalued in the NFL, so overvalued in fantasy. And actually I was talking to Adam Harston about this uh, uh, maybe a few days ago, a few weeks ago. And he outlined the case like perfectly where it's like uh, uh, positional value is tethered to scarcity. So just ma- imagine like a traditional 12 team, one QB league, right? How many quarterbacks are available? There's 32 teams. There's 32 quarterbacks getting accruing fantasy points. There's no quarterback by committee in the NFL. So there's 32 quarterbacks for 12 roster spots. That's very, very low scarcity. How many wide receivers are in play every week? Let's say 2.5 per team. Multiply that by 32 teams. How many you know wide receiver spots there's per, per team? So you know, 3 times 12, 36. There's a lot of wide receivers uh, <laughs> for for not that many wide receiver spots. Running back, each team has about like 1.2 running back scoring fantasy points. You know, some teams will have the committee, some will have the bell cow. And like, it's rare that in a big committee backfield, both running backs are, are pretty valuable. So we'll say 1.2 times 32, but every team, so it's 12 teams, two roster spots, plus running backs tend to score more than, you know, wide receiver, so like the flex is at least evenly running back wide receiver. And it's just like, there you go. Scarcity, do the math. 
I, I try to do it, you know, back of the napkin for you. But but yeah, running back, it, whether you like it or not, and just the way the league is and why it's it's a partly why zero RB fails is because leagues are won and lost by running backs. It's just picking the right running back. And my next article is going to look at this, look at historical win rates. And really, you look down at the wide receivers with the best win rates over the past three seasons. It's all guys in rounds four, five, seven, UDFA when running backs. It's basically all uh, first and second round running backs and a few UDFAs. You know, it's really cool because the way you just laid it out with the statistics and what the percentages are, it's something that the average person knows in the back of their head, but they never look at it in the terms of what you're saying. You know that there's more wide receivers than running backs, but you never really sit there and make that comparison and know those numbers. So to hear you say the numbers, that really reinforces some people out there that are thinking about it in that way, you know? Yeah, and you can think about it like super flex too. It's the same thing. So uh, you double the amount of starter-worthy quarterbacks because, like, who doesn't want the quarterback in their their flex spot because it's worth more? Right. So you know, massive, massive, massive jump to the point where quarterbacks are are probably uh, where to quarterbacks are more uh, valuable than running backs because remember one point two five per team versus one per thirty two teams. So quarterback worth more again this is all adam Ars- harsett I'm, I'm just stealing from his genius which i often do the guy's phenomenal i've, I've hyped him up on the show before but that's pretty funny just talking to him in dms but that's so, so cool though man man can you uh try to book adam uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna try to do that you know yeah but what what is really funny too is you know shane doesn't like adp but jeremy and i do idp but i had almost a similar conversation with somebody this past week on a show talking about the same thing where it comes with like linebackers and so, like there's so many on each team as opposed to defensive ends that you can use but i know exactly, shane yeah. just went to sleep Seriously, when i said yeah. that so um no, th- no one should play idp oh shut up <laughs> so scott the, the the other thing that i know jeremy is very excited to talk to you about is the dfb invitational because we do talk to you about that a lot but i know he has a couple things that he wanted to mention with you and you have a huge smile on your face now that i said that <laughs> yeah those guys, are, you they, guys... They, they make trades every week i think <laughs> <laughs> I I love how into this league everyone is. It is um, true. I mean, just just a few days ago, I think uh, Jeff Collins dropped Juwan Winfrey. Big big moves. <laughs> we had uh, we had um, uh, uh, Bob Harris was on last week, and we discussed it with him, and he was talking about some of the the deals. Or no, I said that was two weeks ago. Uh, but uh, he was discussing about some of the trades in here. But I know Jeremy wanted to ask you a couple things, so go ahead, Jeremy. Well, I mean, it's funny we have traded with Jeff a couple times, and I know other other teams too. There are still teams we have not traded with, but um, I I just wanted to point out, you know. Um, the siege got a little mad at us for trading you our first round pick for, for uh, Jefferson. Um, you know, he said, you know what? I can't believe you made that trade with those guys. You gave your first round pick. You're one of the worst teams in the league. That's going to be <laughs> one of the quarterbacks next year. And you just gave that away for Justin Jefferson. I would have given you more. So um, there's always some kind of drama. Any trade that goes down, it generates drama, whether it's Matthew Barry, you know, he gets heated. He's really into it. But it is a, all that stuff is really a testament to how into it, like you said, everyone is with this league. It's great. Yeah, I, I definitely got a, a great cast of characters. Like, shout out to <laughs> Jeff Collins, who just like is so active, totally gives a f- 
goes <laughs> after his guys. Like he he gave up Mike Williams for Raheem Mostert. Uh, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, he got trashed on Twitter, and he was like, "No, this is my guy. I feel so good about this." Blah blah blah. The guy, you know, Mostert, special teams ace, oft injured, cut from seven different teams, and uh, he's like, "Not Raheem Mostert. Raheem must start. This guy is gonna <laughs> lose his mind." Yeah, he loves uh, willing him. to give up white Mike Williams for it. But let's go back to our trade. Oh, that trade okay. didn't make any sense to me either. <laughs> Because I send you guys amazing offers, and then and then we sent you this bad offer, and you accepted it. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Never thought I'd say it. Let Siege is right. You you guys should be tanking. We got an early future first, and and I don't like Justin Jefferson. We we can talk Justin Jefferson, but he was someone I was actively trying to sell. Okay. Yeah, I saw that you were. um, I think as soon as I mentioned it to Shane, he wanted to pull the trigger, and I'm not blaming him, but you know he he really wanted Jefferson, and you know we if you look at our at our roster, yeah, um, you know a first next year, a high first, maybe we could turn that into something else before the draft, or perhaps we get one of those quarterbacks. You know. we, we really wanted to get younger at the skill positions and I don't think we were concerned with that quarterback play, but yeah, you, you guys have sent some pretty good offers. So I love Justin Jefferson. I know Shane really wanted to make that deal. So we'll see. Um, you know, maybe, maybe we were a little hasty uh, with that, but we, we needed Justin, Justin Jefferson and, you know, wanted that player. I don't think it's a bad trade giving you a first for him. I mean, he's a first round quality um player in this 2020 rookie draft so it's not like in it you know the 2021 first is still a ways off so the way we were looking at it i think the way i was looking at it is that we were basically kind of taking a loan with zero interest to get a wide receiver that we really wanted right now so i you know yes we're building and we should be tanking and that first is going to be is probably going to be high we should trade thomas because he's not going to help us win this year yeah i get it i get it um we have some talking to do. I know we want to trade one of our big hoss uh, wide receivers, so stay tuned. We might we might make that deal sending you uh, Michael Thomas at some point. Yeah, we 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 like that. We also made a, uh, another move that actually we got trashed on Twitter for. Uh, you did, which was yeah. So so last year we <laughs> really took advantage of Evan Silva, and then this year we uh, we we sold Juju Smith Schuster. We sold T Y Hilton. Uh, and we picked up Gerald Everett, who I like quite a bit, and uh, two first-round picks and, and some fab. So wait, say also that, we swapped wait. Harrison Bryant and Adam Trotman in that deal. Hold on. So wait, say it again. So what was the trade? What was the trade yeah, this, offer? This was early May. Uh huh. We gave up to Evan Silva, T.Y. Hilton, uh-huh. Juju Smith-Schuster, Harrison Bryant. We got Gerald Everett. Adam Troutman and two firsts, basically trying to win now. Silva's definitely trying exactly, to get it. Right. Yeah, right. And, and in that kind of trade, when you look at those rookie tight ends and stuff like that, you know, it's it it, it almost is essentially you traded two first round picks for T or he traded two first round picks for T Y Hilton. You know, no, I, I mean, I mean Juju. He's he's, he's oh, that's right. Like I'm sorry, you said true... Juju. That's what it is. Juju for two first round picks, not T Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure. So he's he's still a true believer in. Uh, Juju and like I get the arguments. Like if you just look at, so like uh, before his what what was it like twenty third birthday? It's whenever he also suffered that injury. He had the most receiving yards by any player ever before turning that age. Just you know ridiculous pedigree. You know really liked his collegiate profile, all that stuff. 
Uh, at the same time, it's a big concern to me that the Steelers uh, reportedly have no interest in signing him next year. They're prepared to let him walk in free agency. Looks like it, yeah. yeah. Reportedly. Yeah. And me and me and me and uh, TJ are just massive, massive Deontay Johnson. That is so funny that because before you came in the room, we actually were talking about that. Yeah, Jeremy is a huge fan of his, and and you're right. Uh, you know, so it is essentially in that trade. You're right. It's two first round picks for for Juju, but but you're right with the Deontay Johnson, and it's just funny that you mention it because <laughs> Jeremy talked about that prior to the show. He's a huge fan of him as well. And, and the thing with Juju, Juju is mm-hmm. the kind of guy that, regardless of what you just said, because a lot of people believe what you just said, but regardless of that, he still has that name cachet that people are like, oh yeah, give me Juju, you know? So, um, so no, I don't I think, know, man. Have you tried to sell Juju? In well, wait, Jeremy, I mean, Shane, you just walked in the room, but that's what he just did. That's what we were talking yeah, about. I've been here the whole time. Okay. I, I so then that means you were uh, listening to what he said then if you were in the room the whole time. No, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get, I, I, I enjoyed the trade that Scott made. Oh, yeah? Go ahead. Tell us what it was. Well, it involved Juju Smith-Schuster, and I think that speaks for itself. So no, no need to expand it. Okay, so regardless of what he just told us, why don't you just tell everybody what you do think about well, Juju? I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm just parroting Scott Barrett because then everybody's just going to be like, oh, you just parroting. So I'm just going to You won't sound like that because you weren't in the room. You don't know what he said. No, I'm just going to guess. Um <laughs> Trading for Juju right now is a great idea. No, he did that. do a trade, and he traded they, Juju they, away. Yeah, he, <laughs> and, he and TJ traded Juju away to Silva. Got a couple of firsts. They also traded away Hilton. Um, anyway. What the hell? When was this? I, dude, MFL. It wasn't that long ago. They oh, just did Get your shit together, MFL. Like, I, I love you, MFL. Yeah. Like, I'm always defending you against people that are like, oh, MFL sucks. And I'm like, you suck. Who said, nobody says that. Everybody say loves that. MFL. People say that in, our, in our patron chat. You know? no. Oh, no. No, no. It's, it, people say that Sleeper sucks. That's what they say. <laughs> Well, yeah, but they also bitch about MFL. I just want to say, get your shit together so I can get the emails. But I don't. What did he get for Juju? Oh my god. Okay, so now you're admitting it. So go ahead, Scott. Tell us. Tell Shane what, Shane, what you got. Shane. Yeah. Trade one more Jeremy. time. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Right, tell us to change again. Um, it was T. Y. Hilton, Juju Smith Schuster, and uh, some other pieces. Adam Troutman. Yeah, some smaller pieces for basically. Gerald Everett and two firsts, and that was in our league, though, right? The DFB, yeah, which yeah, is a tight end yeah. premium. So yeah. we were talking about it, right? And yeah, so, so we're I mean, trying to win now, obviously, it, dude. Yeah. Giving up yeah. Juju, at Ty Hilton is another piece at this point, right? Like we can admit that he's just another piece. <laughs> I look, I don't think look, he's he'll have for a some. Team. I think he'll have wide receiver one weeks, but it's just going to be sprinkled in with weeks he doesn't play and wide receiver four weeks. Correct. And if I had Silva's roster, I would definitely want him. I would want Hilton. Well, that trade is definitely for a win-now trade. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, Real quick, I don't know if anyone caught this, but Todd Gurley (laughs) did pass his physical. Yes. Oh, believe me, I knew that. But we, but we weren't talking about that stuff. We were. I'm sorry. About it was just, I thought it was pretty big news. <laughs> we were talking about running backs the last time I was here. No. Two months ago, he signed the contract, and he now passed his physical. Scott, do you have any thoughts on what Todd Gurley could be this year? I like how he said last time he was here because it's been a while since he walked out of the room. But yeah, go ahead, Scott. 
Yeah, I liked how uh, Atlanta Falcons Twitter account was celebrating that he passed his physical. <laughs> that is that's a, not a good sign. No, that is a celebration. Come on, I was celebrating too. That's a, that's a poorly run franchise. That's a poorly run social media account when you're, you're like, guys, he passed. Woo! Like, you know, validates us getting him for sure. Thanks. Well, was it the OC or the head coach? My driver's ed class, and just like somehow got a near perfect score, and I was just like, yes, basically tied early, fingers crossed the whole way through. Oh come on! The head coach or the OC? I forget the or the yeah or the OC like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. I forget now. It's been a while. He he basically came out at that point and said, "Well, we're not really sure how his knees are." Like you just signed the. Guy, what do you mean you don't know how it means? I, I understand you couldn't do a physical, but you couldn't do some guesswork. Like, hit up uh, uh, Dr. Ed, I forget his last name real quick, from Fantasy Points. He could have broke it down for you, Atlanta uh, Falcons. What the shit? It makes me so happy, though. I want to see him out there running the ball. Yeah, I do too, man. He's a great running back. I love, that guy. I love I, no, that guy. No, he was. He was. The, no, the he is. Early now. No, shut up. We'll he, see. Doesn't have, he has no lateral agility. None. Yeah, you have no lateral <laughs> No, well, I'm a 42-year-old, slightly out of shape. I know, I'm just kidding. Shane is the Filipino flash. What are you talking about? He just needs a big hole to run through. He doesn't need to move left and right. <laughs> All that said, I'm still pencil and talk early as an RB2 this year. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I'm just happy that he's playing. So. <laughs> um, hey, Sorry, Scott, we do, have, we do have some trades to talk about, and I know whenever you're with us, we always – tell you some Shane trades as usual. Um, uh, do you want to hang around and go over some of these trades? Dalvin, Dalvin Cook sure. trade, yeah. Oh, that's, Dalvin Cook trade. No, Shane, before we went on the air, you were trying mm-hmm. to pull up some Dalvin Cook trades. That's what, that's what Jeremy's talking about. Oh, yeah. I pulled up some <laughs> Dalvin Cook trades on the... Uh... I, just I know, and Jeremy's head's shaking back and forth. I was smoking cigars and drinking beer. What the hell? Scott's not sure the, what's going on. <laughs> I went, I went, I went, I went, I went on the dynasty league, uh, trade finder, uh, dynasty league football trade finder. Um, yeah. You can also find my work there, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, just where, dropped. where dynasty league football. I just dropped the Joe, uh, what the Bengals should do in case Joe Mixon holds out. And the quick answer is it's Travion Williams. It's always been Travion Williams. Uh huh. Um, but real quick. Yeah. So we do have a couple Dalvin Cook trades. Look, man, a couple of these are overcomplicated and they hurt my brain, but we'll, we'll try it anyway. So on one side, we've got a Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, and Cortland Sutton. On the other, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, so the entire Green Bay backfield, and Chris Godwin. So it's the entire Green Bay backfield and Chris Godwin for the backfield of the Vikings and Cortland Sutton. Yes. Wait, what was it? It was the entire Packers backfield for pa- the it's entire Packers, Vikings backfield? But yes, it's the Packers. Dexter Williams and Mike Boone. Right. It's a, aren't included. But it's the Packers running and, backs and Chris Godwin yeah. for the Vikings running backs and Cortland Sutton. Yes. Jones, Dylan, Williams, and then Godwin for Dalvin Cook, Madison, and Cortland Sutton. Um. <laughs> That's a pretty that's a pretty even trade to me. Yeah. Um, um I'd probably go I'd probably go Godwin side just because I, I like Godwin so much. Definitely would rather have the Vikings backfield. 
But that's the funny part. You, you, what you did was you went to the wide receiver parts of that trade to make the decision of which side you like better. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy. Um, no, I'm with Scott as far as that being a pretty balanced trade. Um, if Cook's playing, I, I want Cook and Sutton, but I, I have no problem with Godwin and uh, the Green Bay backfield either. I'm a trade that, you know, if I had one side, I probably wouldn't move it because I like it, I, you know, that kind of thing. Definitely look at uh, our injury article on Dalvin Cook because, like, I, it's it, it, it made me nervous. <laughs> hey, so you say you're not good at promoting your site, but that's a good promotion. Yeah, fantasypoints.com. There you go. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I kind of – Jeremy and I say some things that are the same a lot of times, but if you're saying that Dalvin Cook's 100% healthy and playing the whole year, I'd rather have him than Aaron Jones. Um, that's right. Well, but that's what Jeremy said. That was his preface for oh, saying he liked wrong. that side. <laughs> Whether it's wrong or not, I, I didn't even finish what I'm saying. Oh, but <laughs> oh, it, oh, it really? It doesn't matter? Okay, fine. Never mind. <laughs> so I'm taking the... Uh, and he goes on matters. to the next thing. Okay. I'm taking Aaron Jones and Chris Godwin's side because one, Aaron Jones, I got a hard on for Aaron Jones over the last week. And you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> I have a feeling that Aaron Jones is going to be uh, one of the leaders of the running backs that uh, break the uh, production profile um, age cliff. Okay. We- the good thing yeah. is, is I edit this show and I just marked this down of the timestamp and everything. So at the end of the year, when that doesn't happen, we'll play it on the show. So, well, I mean, I was, that's fine. I was talking dynasty wise. So you can check back in three years if I'm still speaking to you guys. <laughs> And we'll see how Aaron Jones' career has played out since then. And they do, Chris, I love um, Sutton, but at that, there's just too much competition. Yeah. yeah, Jones and Dylan. I that mean, that's situation. You're, you're coming away with whoever's starting in that backfield plus Chris Godwin. So yeah. hey, you can't fault someone for wanting that side for sure. And then this trade, there's another trade, but this was maybe for the holdout news and it was bad then and it's bad now. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. Scott wants to I, say something about it though. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I just think I just think that backfield's super gross because, I, especially for dynasty, because Matt Lafleur is going to be there for a while. He's he's going to outlast Aaron Jones. They let him take a quarterback in round round one over a Hall of Famer, <laughs> so he's going to be there for multiple years. And he is he's the this is the same this is the same uh, coach who gave Deion Lewis two hundred snaps over Derrick Henry. He said this year he wants a three way committee backfield after Aaron Jones did what he did last year, this is just like three running backs cannibalizing each other's fantasy production. That's, that's not going to be fun on a weekly basis, uh, owning the entire, the entire back backfield. Awesome. So Scott, Scott supported my freezing of this time zone. Go ahead. Look, I get, I get what Scott's saying, what Matt LaFleur wants to do and that Matt LaFleur is a bad coach because he is. Um, but I don't think AJ Dillon's actually good at football. And I think he's going to show that. And, you know, you can't keep running the same guy for two yard carries. You just can't, or, or more likely because it takes them forever to get that inertia moving um, four yard losses. Hmm. Um, look, if the Packers line is blowing the holes through the other team, well then Dylan's going to look great because he's big and fast and he can run a straight line really well. Um, I just, I, 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 obviously it's all speculation. I just, I don't see him producing at the NFL level. So what was the other trade? You were about to read another oh, trade. I'm sorry. So this trade is just so ridiculously bad, and I don't want to call anyone out. But 
I don't know these people and I'm happy that I don't. But one side gave up DJ Moore and a 2021 first for freaking Dalvin Cook, Trey Burton, and a 2021 third. DJ Moore and a first for Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Trey Burton and a third. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with you on this situation that I I think that's a bad one as well. Scott? Agreed. Yeah. Good work, Shane. Pretty obviously yep. bad. <laughs> so, Without saying, yeah. I, Scott, how high are you on DJ Moore and why isn't high enough? Uh, that's a good question. I, I actually am not as high on him as, as a lot of people I know. So I, I know TJ Calkins will take him in the first happily. Uh, I'm a little more hesitant. Um, but, I mean, the, the profile's there. The profile's there of... of you know, a, a guy to get really excited about um, a lot of production. He's young and exciting offensive coordinator. I, I get it all. I'm more team Godwin though. I, I mean, well, that's yeah. okay. I mean, it's okay. You can't be right all the time, Scott. You're right, <laughs> like, oh. No, no, no. Scott's right more than most, but you know. It, hey, hey, yeah. It, he now you know what it's like to be on the show every week, Scott. If, if Scott's not wrong, <laughs> yeah. why would he even question right. his process? And we all learn from that. So it's good for us for him to be incorrect once in a while. And it's okay when you it's got to keep fantasy fun. You know? But I, you know he's what? probably doing it on purpose. I'm not even going to lie to you. Scott's probably throwing that one on purpose just for us. So why don't we <laughs> why don't we change Scott's name to Shane and then you hear the exact same thing you just said? People are looking. Right, they, where where, where are you guys taking DJ Moore? I've been team DJ Moore for a long time, but I'm not taking him as high as Shane is taking him. Oh, Shane just um, took him at one ten in a startup. Did yeah. you really at one ten? In the red zone, catching those slants, you know, from Kyle Allen. I, I like him a lot, but I just um, Kyle oh, Allen. Man. He's going so high last year. Yeah. Oh, last year he thought was a slant, right? Yeah. Now he's going to be getting it from Teddy Bridgewater. Well, that's that's incorrect though because he was top fifteen in air yards as well. So he was top fifteen in air yards and top fifteen in yak. So my man is the perfect blend. He can do whatever you need him. He's to a do. great yak guy. That's <laughs> we need that coming in. Yeah. yeah. If Teddy wants to check down to him in the tune of you know one hundred and forty targets or hundred or, or you know what I mean this year, um, that's fine with me. If they want to use him as a deep threat, he can do that too. It's just. It's, you know, look, we all loved him coming out of college. Everybody did. And I just think nothing we've seen um, has shown us that he's not going to be a, a, just an absolute alpha stud. Yeah. You know, we talk about Juju. We give Juju, Juju, Juju. I love saying that. But we give Juju kind of a pass last year, right, for dealing with Duck Hodges and um, Helmet Head. But <laughs> Kyle Allen was just as bad as those two after his first, you know, what three game stretch when it was fun, when everybody was doing, sending out the gifts and the memes, 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 not memes. God damn it, Shane. Memes. Are you French? Yeah. I but you know, after those first three games or so, he was absolutely horrendous as anyone that's still a Curtis Samuel can uh, stand can attest. So, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is not a great quarterback, but he makes, he's leaps and throw the slant. For yeah, sure, leaves yeah. him bounds above uh, Kyle Allen, and he targeted the shit out of Michael Thomas. He's gonna, dude. I just see DJ Moore just eating like a monster the next few years. That'd be that's cool. You know, that'd be cool. I if hope that so. Yeah, one can. <laughs> In addition to DJ Moore, I I, I want to know 
who Scott does like, and not just for our purposes in um, DFB to maybe um, compete with you to get the same players, but <laughs> who do you think are the wide receivers to go after? And I know you, you wrote a little bit about this, but wide receivers you're high on and why? Um, just a couple of names because I know that's uh, your wheelhouse and you wrote about this recently. Uh, yeah, so I will just say uh, with regard to DJ Moore, uh, the King of the Johns is is not too crazy on this. Like, there, there's few right. dynasty minds I respect more than than TJ Calkins, Curtis Patrick, and Sean Siegel. Uh, you can check on Rotoviz, but I'm pretty sure all three have him, if not top ten, like right at that 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 ten spot. Yep. Wow, um, really? Okay. So I I think I, there's some there's some dynasty wide receivers. I am I'm losing my mind trying to acquire. And uh, so, so what did we hear this entire off season? It was just like endless. This is a historic wide receiver class. This is the greatest wide receiver class ever. Uh, Right. What if, what if the 2019 class was already just as historic and no one realized it? That would be cool. So why, who in that class are you talking about? Pretty much everyone. So, so last year, <laughs> rookie, last year rookie wide receivers total eleven hundred and eighty four nine uh, eight eleven hundred and eighty eight hundred and fifty receiving yards, which is the second most by any rookie class in NFL history. Wow! Uh, behind only you know the famed twenty fifteen class. Uh-huh. And there's just like massive disrespect in dynasty leagues in favor of the overhyped twenty twenty class. I like that class a lot. I, I really do. But like there's guys who have already shown they're absolute savages going well. So, so Terry McLaurin, there's four <laughs> rookies ahead of him. Marquise Brown, there's eight rookies ahead of him. Deontay Johnson, there's 10 rookies ahead of him. And those are my big three, but really there's, there's quite a number. AJ Brown just ranks second in yards for route run, which is the greatest stat for any wide receiver ever. Just like you guys already know, like he's yeah. amazing and crazy rookie season dk metcalf you know athletic profile out targeted tyler lockett 46 to 38 from week 10 on uh most most receiving yards by any rookie wide receiver in any playoff game in nfl history debo samuel just absurd after the catch numbers preston williams he actually outgained Devonte parker before his injury led all rookies led the team in receptions before his injury uh, Michael hardman uh, Steven Sims is basically three. He's the number two guy. Washington, Nikhil Harry, Paris Campbell, Andy Isabella all have that DJ Chark post-hype, high draft capital sort of sleepers. But yeah, my big three, ADP makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, is Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, and then Marquise Brown in, in sort of uh, ascending order to, to how much I like them with uh, Marquise Brown being number one. You know, I think the problem with Marquise Brown is people, a lot of us that play fantasy have this fallacy or idea that there's consistency is the most important thing that you can find when consistency is really hard to find. Yeah. So if you can find a guy that's going to boom like Marquise Brown, you can live with his down weeks. It doesn't, it will not. I think that's a mistake. No? I see, I see, I see Tyreek Hill. I really do. (laughs) I see, I see maybe even, you know, his cousin Antonio Brown mixed with Tyreek Hill again volume is absolutely a concern but I mean how much of a concern is it really this is a guy who ranked top 10 in fantasy points per route run the thing is he just wasn't on the field a lot why wasn't he on the field a lot he had three screws in his foot 
Yeah, he, right. he spent nine of 16 games on the injury report. He was, by every account, playing at 50 to 60%, which the medical research backs that up when you're coming off of a Liz Frank surgery. You're basically playing at 80% at best. Uh, so he played on 58% of the team's snaps when active. Uh, he, he, he led the, the league in passer rating when targeted, top 10 fantasy points for route run. He, he did see a full workload in the playoffs, played on 85% of the snaps. I think that was a, a season high turned 11 targets into 126 yards. Um, but but I, I just see an absolute monster, a guy just like a glaring, glaring uh, injury discount. And I, I actually, I, I'm looking at the ADP right now. Maybe maybe Deontay Johnson at ADP, I, I like a little bit more, but like Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, their ADP doesn't make any sense. And I, McLaurin too, but you know how I know? Because both players are more expensive in redraft leagues yeah, by a margin. Deontay Johnson is wide receiver 36 in redraft. He's wide receiver 47 in dynasty. We just talked about Juju Smith-Schuster is probably not on the team next year. Right. What are you doing? Yeah, especially when Johnson's probably going to have Antonio Brown's spot, um, you know, locked in. Do you have any do you have any um, thoughts on uh, what's his name? Chase Claypool when you say that Juju will be gone? I think he's a, I think he's a scrub. I don't think he's good. I didn't like okay. his tape. I like I, that. I I think he he got over. I get like I get that like Pittsburgh has a great track record with wide receivers. I I I do not like him. Okay, flat out. Because I've seen people draft him because of that juju narrative that you're talking about. So I was just wondering oh, yeah. what you people thought about. People love him. people love Claypool. They do. I well, mean, and then they've shown it. Get out that Pittsburgh just turns out multiple receivers ignoring Marcus Wheaton and just Lima Swede and a bunch of other guys. Lima Swede, yeah. I mean, it's like everyone forgets all the misses they had. Like, oh, well, they really they really turn it up with wide receivers. Well, I mean, the, the receivers you're talking about, for the most part, Antonio Brown excluded, or early round guys, you should hit on those. Like, we shouldn't be applauding teams because they hit on early round draft picks. But Yeah. Plus like having Dan and his a- volume. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ahead. And yeah, what are they top? I mean, I know last year obviously they weren't, but they're always in the top half of, of of throws. And then two years ago, Ben put up I don't even know. It was a ridiculous amount of, of passes. Yeah. So I like the way Scott's uh, talking about these receivers, though. Everyone is under the impression that Marquise Brown, as good as he is, is boom or bust. And Scott just basically said he doesn't think that's the case, and he gave reasons why he doesn't. Yeah. That that player might not be so boom or bust. He might not just be a best ball stud. He he, he could be, um, you know, the wide receiver one that you want, and you're getting him at such a value because he's of where he's drafted. No, it is pretty cool. I'll go. I'll go make some offers on Marquise Brown. <laughs> yeah, See, that's a, I listen. That's well, yeah. No, of course we all listen. But that's the great thing about all of it. We listen, and then Shane starts doing trades. But um, what is uh, it? Wait, that's <laughs> Shane worried about Shane. That's exactly. No, no, no. But no, no. But what Shane's doing is he tries to get the trades out now before I edit the show and upload it tomorrow. <laughs> That insider okay. trading that Shane's doing right now. I got the I got the uh, I got to meet up with a, a <laughs> fantasy football Twitter buddy uh, this weekend. Uh, yeah. Mike Bowers, host of the Dynasty Rewind. Oh, cool. And uh, we were talking, and he was like, you know, oh, it's cool when you get big guests on. And I was like, yeah, like it's cool for the audience, but that like I get to talk to like Scott Barrett. Like, I mean, it's really cool. Like, even if we didn't record this, and we could lied to Scott and was just like 
kept it for us like yeah god damn this is i feel like we should pay him but if you're not going to use the information that's provided to you from the content that you absorb then you're wasting your time reading it listening to it or interacting with these and the best the best part of all of it though is you're sitting here stroking your beard scott's stroking his beard jeremy smoking his cigar it's like if people can watch us it's very calm and and mellowed around here but scott no we love having you here we we obviously between you and bob harris you guys can sit in our green room with the smoking jackets and the scars and uh trying to compete to see who's been on more than than the other you know um well the, the only problem and and it's not fair to bob because scott's got 30 years on him so <laughs> this show runs a really long time obviously after you die um, oh yeah exactly which is very because we need an editor um you know but like and then bob you know eventually i don't want to say but he will pass on scott i'll like have a free reign I'll oh my god years to just pass him by wait wait wait, wait. still you, be coming on our show and he yeah, had no, me he had me dying sure we won't do podcasts then it'll probably be some like futuristic like space funk thing yeah, yeah like some kind of vr thing and he had me dying before scott and all the rest i mean before bob and all the rest of you guys but um no no listen <laughs> Scott, we always love having you here. And um, it, before we wrap everything up, guys, do we have any other questions? Do you have anything else you want to ask Scott? Or do we want to like kind of wrap everything up? The only thing I wanted to say is I tried to get Matthew Barry on here to do a cameo, a surprise for you, Scott, <laughs> and uh, dive into the DFB. But unfortunately, old Matthew had a date night. He, he sends oh. his regards. He definitely wanted to be oh. here. He had a date night and and had to excuse himself. But yeah, that was that was going to be on the deck. Today. That would have been a funny surprise. Uh, Shane, you were about I, to say something. I mean, since we're going to talk about date night, um, <laughs> oh, no. we'll talk about you, right? Here we well, go. I'll just, yes. I'll just I'll just I'm not going to put my business out there. But if anyone's available to hang out Saturday <laughs> after, I believe checkout like ten. Hit me up. Wait, wait, what do you mean oh, checkout is at 10? What's I the checkout? I walked away. He's not interested. But wait, he just said checkout is at 10. What does that mean? In the morning. Checkout. Checkout's <laughs> 10 in the morning. Checkout. So I know. I know what you're in I'm kidding. Bel Air, Maryland area. Yeah. <laughs> So Scott, thank you so much. And I know you say that you're not a big promoter, but go ahead and promote a little bit before we end. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I left, left a, a cushy salary gig to, to take a chance. If you support my work, if you like, you know, the dank stats on Twitter or <laughs> the information I'm giving here would really appreciate you supporting this, this, uh, site I think is going to grow into a, a fantasy staple and, and again, I, I think I think the product speaks for itself. And just uh, you know, make a free sub. We're doing free subs right now, so you can consider that a free trial. And I, I think you'll you'll be very happy at fantasypoints.com, Correct? Yeah, actually, actually, and I have a I have a secret article coming soon. Ooh. So, uh, oh, you do? So uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it on social media. It's a it's a big secret. So awesome. You get, you get, hey, good. We'll look out for that. We're Real subscribers, so we'll see it. Scott, is your your uh, Jesus Christmas? You did the article like a month ago. <laughs> Was it a month ago now? Yeah, Up, upside. Yeah, yeah. That um, is that still up on the site? It's still up on the site. Got a lot of heat from it, from especially from other analysts, including analysts in our league, who uh, are still <laughs> mad online okay. about it and trashing me. Uh, <laughs> listen, I listen, love it. Here, here's what it is. I'll say it real quick. The most important thing to do in a typical redraft league, you know, where there's, let's say, five bench spots, 
um, 12 teams, not best ball, 10 teams, whatever. Uh, the, the, the less teams actually, the, the more this matters, but like legitimately from, from maybe round five on maybe round six, let's say, uh, the biggest thing governing every one of your decisions should be league winning upside when, when looking to draft a player easier said than done, uh, hard to to gauge upside really but that should be your focal point when you have a player you have three different scenario likely outcomes you have uh the the bull case outcome the bear case outcome the base case outcome the bull matters more, more than the base and the base matters a lot more than the bull you know you have dynasty is a different story but yet you have the safety net of waivers to help you out to cover the your misses uh Really, you need those league winners. It's league. There's like only a few, a handful each year. It's like the Pareto distribution, but they make a massive difference. Uh, so, you know, Christian McCaffrey by the numbers more valuable than Lamar Jackson, even factoring in ADP. So, again, it's it's top heavy. You want those league winners. That's how you should be drafting. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what's controversial about that. I know. Do you think that it's because, um, like you said, it's easier said than done, and that's what people were getting hung up on? Because if you hit on that, if you build that into your process and you do well with what you just said, it's not, you know, you know, hindsight that you're dealing with. I mean, it, you have to have a lot of foresight to do that. But I, I felt like the the heat you were taking was more about, um, you know, being able to oh, hit on them and people. Oh. <laughs> and and I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't really make sense that that would, that you would get heat on that, especially when you're talking about redraft, you're not even talking about dynasty, you know, that doesn't really make sense. But if you guys want to know what he's talking about, Go over to their site, Fantasy Points, read his article, see what's going on. And uh, Scott, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We love whenever you come here. And check him out on Twitter, at Scott Barrett, DFB. And uh, thank you very much again for joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. I I love whenever Scott's here. We always have a good time with that. So um, we are going to do a Patreon show. And for the patrons that are listening, they already know that we did it already. So uh, everybody go check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Uh, check out our uh, iTunes at Dynasty iTunes, Trades. We're on iTunes. Oh, um, shout out Uh-oh. to all the folks that have recently given us um, five-star reviews. Awesome. Um, we're over 160 the last I checked, and it's greatly appreciated. And, um, Absolutely. And we love you guys. It's really awesome. I'm a narcissist. It makes me feel good. It it really does. It makes him feel happy. And also on Podbean, we've actually got a lot more subscriptions on Podbean. And part of that is because we changed our name on Podbean. On Podbean, we were all one word. We separated the words. And apparently that's how you guys all find us now. Yeah, if you want to search Dynasty, now you can find us under Dynasty because it's a separate word. Yeah, two and a half years ago... when. Two and a half years ago when we started this, we had no control over it and it was all one word. But right now we put in it as two separate words. So it works. So yeah, who knew? Um, But great. Thank you for listening. Uh, Send us. Oh, and also the Scott Fishbowl thing. Uh, when I said, oh, Shane jumped, but uh, absolutely, you know, uh, send us those screen captures and we'll, when are we going to pick the person? You didn't oh, even say that. Yeah, next week. Um, So you got a week. Um, If you haven't donated okay. Go make some donations. Please email to dynastytradeshqpod at gmail.com. Um, that said, if you send me a, uh, you know, if you send a DM, we, we won't 
be all dickish and be like, no, proper <laughs> protocol indicates that you must email this to us. All right. And then we'll do the, we'll do the randomizer live on the show. How about that? So next week. Yes. Oh, but yes. Jeremy will be on vacation. So Jeremy, have an awesome vacation with your family next week. Okay. Thanks guys. Appreciate you. Yeah. Have a good show next week and uh, I'll be back uh, a week after that. Awesome. Shane, uh, did we already uh, nail down somebody to, to be with us we, next week? We nailed them hard. Um, <laughs> We're going to have my, my buddy uh, and our buddy. We were just on his show not that long ago from Dynasty yeah. Rewind, Michael Bauer. Awesome. Love that guy. Um, Great guy. Got to hang out with him. He's actually even better in person. Really cool. Cool. Uh, lovely wife, cute little daughter, and he's a cool guy. <laughs> All right. But awesome. Importantly for our listeners, he's very good. Awesome. So it'll, it'll cool. be it'll be me, Shane, and Michael next week, and uh, we'll also do the randomizer and pick a, a person for the Scott Fish Bowl. So have a great week, everybody, and we love you, and we'll talk to you next week. Take care. See you guys. Say bye, Shane. Uh, <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs>